I cannot start without saying this. Please, 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 please go and wash your hands if you haven't already and practice social distancing and try to stay at home as much as you can. Okay, so let's first talk about UN Sustainable Development Goals and what they mean. The Sustainable Development Goals are the blueprint to achieve a better and more sustainable future for all. They address the global challenges we face including those related to poverty, inequality, climate changes, environmental degradation, peace and justice. The 17 goals are all interconnected and to leave no one behind, they are all to be achieved by the year 2030. Now, in this podcast, my focus will be on goal 5, which is gender equality. Now, gender equality is not only a fundamental human right, but a necessary foundation for a peaceful, prosperous and sustainable world. I can tell when you hear the term gender equality, the first thing that might cross your mind can be that now she's going to ramble about women empowerment and feminism for the next 10 minutes. But here I would like to burst your bubble. So Yurisev says gender equality, quote, means that women and men and girls and boys enjoy the same rights, resources, opportunities and protections. It does not require emphasize on does not require that girls and boys or women and men be the same physically or that they are treated exactly alike. Now here the question arises, if the notion includes both men and women, then why? Like why are we so focused on developing better rights just for women? I'll tell you why. Despite many international agreements affirming their human rights, women are still much more likely than men to be poor and illiterate. They have less access to property ownership, credit, training and employment and so much more. They are far less likely than men to be politically active and far more likely to be victims of domestic violence. Now, with that being said, it is also not right for us to only circle around women's rights and totally neglect the other gender. We need to take both men and women on this journey of equality and gender neutrality. Let's take an example of a workplace. Very common example. We all know how that goes. Both men and women work at the same office, in the same department, hold the same position, yet women earn only 77 cents for every dollar that men get for the same work. And I'm not even making this up. You can go and you can Google it for your own satisfaction. Now, what I'm trying to say here is this is where the inequality lies. You mu- Now, okay, you must have heard of the term working mother, which is less like a term and more like a label. But have you ever heard the term working father or have you ever labeled a man as a working father? The answer would probably be no. The question is, why is it so? Like, why haven't we ever heard of the term working father? Now, this is where another inequality lies. Now, also, specifically in India, I'm talking about the facts and the numbers in India. Maternity leave for working women is from 12 to 26 weeks. Now, let me stress on that. 12 to 26 weeks, which is spectacular and mind-blowing. 
Now, on the other hand, parental leave for working men is just 15 days. Like, emphasis, strong emphasis on 15. Like, the fact is just jaw-dropping and awful in a way. Like, did we just assume that an infant doesn't want the father to be around as much as the mother? No, not at all. Childcare requires the presence of both men and women. After all, women don't just become mothers. People become parents. Let me say that again. And I want you to hear that once again, that women don't just become mothers. People become parents. Mark it as another inequality in our system. Now, we all are aware that dowry has prevailed in Indian society for ages, like way back. Now, the Anti-Dowry Act was passed in India in 1961. According to this act, the groom and his family can immediately be arrested merely on the accusations of the women, which empowers women and was the, at a time, it was the need of the hour for the Indian society and it still is. But if I look at the usage of Anti-Dowry Act in India today, 80% of all dowry cases in India end in acquittal. Men are falsely accused and the law is highly being misused. Males fall prey to suicides way more than women. Now, I question the Indian constitution and I question the law where are acts and policies and laws to protect a man? Is his life not as important as the life of a woman? Don't come at me for being anti-feminist. My point here is that we are lacking the sense of equality. We all have watched Titanic, right? Now, when Titanic hits the iceberg, the ship starts sinking. Only children and women were allowed to get on the lifeboat. Where was equality then? Men should have also been given the opportunity to live. And only if there were transgenders on Titanic, <laughs> they probably won't even have a say. But we are not getting on that today. I looked up United Nations website to know what they have to say about goal number five, gender equality. And to my amusement, on the entire HTML page of Goal 5 and gender equality, I couldn't, like, not even single word. I couldn't find words like male or men or boy or any other word that is used to refer to a male. And they are the people preaching gender equality. Yes, I agree that 35% of women have experienced physical and or sexual violence. It is horrifying. And as a woman myself, when I think about these numbers and how those women might have felt, it gives me chills to my spine. And yes, I agree, almost 750 million women and girls alive today were married before their 18th birthday. I agree with Agni that women are sincerely lacking basic fundamental rights and are harassed in many countries and innumerable remote areas of these countries. India being one of them, 
and there is a long long way ahead of us for the protection of women's right but one question that arises here is why are we being so focused on just one gender and why are we ignoring the males or not just males why are we ignoring other genders as well why the goal is only and only circling around women and their rights there are males and their rights are also being exploited in different ways i believe when we change the language we change the movement the term feminism perhaps it has outlived its time and now it's time for us to move on and if we all want gender equality then why are we associating term like feminism with it why do i have to explain to people that the definition of feminism is equal rights for both men and women if the notion and if the ultimate destination is to acquire a gender neutral society then why don't we use a self explanatory term like equalism it doesn't subscribe to a gender binary it is gender neutral and it is very clear about what the goal is and that is the reason why i choose to be an equalist that is the reason why i am an equalist after all the world of humanity is possessed of two wings the male and the female so as long as these two wings are not equivalent in strength the bird will not fly at the end i would like to wrap up this podcast by requesting you to be an equalist too if you want to attain a general equal society not just for females not just for males but every single gender so that everyone can have an equal voice and can have an equal opportunity thank you so very much for listening to me